Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always a way out, and it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance, and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Suri Skelly and another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And today, oh my gosh, I've got my dog trainer on on with us. So so I'm going to introduce you to Yoni in a minute, but um, I have to say I've had lots of dogs and I failed them all miserably because I didn't know what to do. I never had the right person. And having known Yoni for a number of months now and seeing his work and seeing the results he gets and knowing the psychology that he comes with. Like he's not just a dude showing you how to do dog training. There's a lot of depth to Yoni. So this is going to be a really cool episode because you're going to learn like his journey and you're going to get a lot of hope and inspiration. So Yoni Kaklun, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. I appreciate the invite and I can't wait. Yeah. So so tell us, you know, you have a, an amazing business today. If you're, you're watching on video, Yoni's sitting outside of his, his beautiful training facility. So why don't you tell us what you do today and what you love about it? Sure. So what I do today is I help dog owners like yourself better connect with their dogs so that they are dealing with less things like pulling, jumping, barking, mm-hmm. biting, or, you know, obviously there's so many severe things that happen, um, but just help them both kind of heal through trauma that they may have experienced uh, in their relationship so that it can move forward and they can live a better, happier life. And it's true. I, I'm, a, I'm a poster child for, for that possibility. Okay. So I, I see the today version of you, you know, balancing paws, you have trainers, you have a gorgeous facility in Phoenix. You, you, it's like you've got you. a beautifully run business, great Instagram account. You do all kinds of the thank things. Thank you. Thank you. But I know it didn't start that way. So Take us to the beginning. You're a college kid and what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the beginning of the balancing pause journey. Yeah. I was a college kid. I was going to ASU. You know, I was doing things that people do in college, partying a little bit more than probably I should be. <laughs> and my folks were, they just didn't, weren't happy with that. So there was a, a boundary that, that they set, a very clear one, which was probably my first in your face life lesson. <laughs> that I use with the dogs, as you know, all the time, right? We set boundaries, but there was a very clear, obvious boundary that was, Hey, you're either coming home and finishing school here so we can monitor it and we can be with you and set our, you know, set more boundaries for you because obviously you need some Mm -hmm. or figure it out. It's your choice to set boundaries, which, which is, as we all know, the difference between humans and and the other animals is we are able to set our own boundaries. Yeah. So I chose the path of setting my own boundaries and, and kind of going my own life and going through the, the school of hard knocks and the obstacles of what do I do next? I no longer have the support of, of my, my parents in this particular time and space. Mm-hmm. 
Where do so I do? You dropped right? out of school though, right? Because of all that. Oh, exactly. So that was the yeah. first step. That was the step one, right? It was dropping out of school. It was like, okay, well, I don't have their support anymore. I, I wasn't really going to school for the, for the going to school. I, I don't think I was, <laughs> I was very social. I was, I was really into meeting people and talking to people. And I think that that, for me, I think that that was the, the value and that kind of paid for itself. Right. Right. That, that I love people. I love helping people. I love talking to people. I love yeah. communicating with them in a way that they can understand and, and that makes us both have fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I, that was the first step there it was like, all right, well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for school here. I'm just going to do, you know, my thing. I'm going to figure something out. Um, so then I went ahead and I worked towards figuring things out. And I went to apply for work and it was just taking a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had Jasmine at the time, which is, you met her. Yeah. She might be in the background. if you see She might be actually, yeah. That's her, <laughs> I didn't even know she laid down <laughs> there. Jasmine. Yeah. That, that's her right there. Um, and also if it gets too noisy, let me know. I can take it inside. We're all good. We're good. Thanks. Cool. So, so yeah. So Jasmine, I had her at the time and she wasn't necessarily this well-behaved pup. She, when I visited my family, she had already torn up their couch and, you know, done all the things that puppies do. Right. Mm-hmm. She, she's never, she wasn't always like this. So, <laughs> so that's something to keep in mind too. We, we don't all, we are not always what we were. So when we do, uh, when I went through that, I dropped out of school and I was like, Hey, I don't know what to do here. Started to look for jobs. And a friend of mine actually recommended dog walking. He's like, you have your dog. You, you're always mm. walking your dog anyway. It, it, it's kind of dawned on me also because as I'm walking my dog, I hear other dogs barking and other mm-hmm. things happening. So this was my first, I have to solve a real problem ah, in my life. Nice. Okay. Right. That, that wasn't just like, Oh, I'm in school and my friends are doing this mm-hmm. and they're doing that. And which party do I want to go to? And who do I have to pay to do my homework this weekend? And, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like those yeah. problems were, were no longer relevant. It was mm-hmm. now, Hey, how am I going to put money in my bank account so that I can pay my rent so that I can put food on the table so that I can yes. live, live a life that I, I do, you know, I enjoy one of interacting with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was there. And then I started walking dogs. I started handing out flyers. I started finding, wow. um, finding people. And I actually got a call back from a bank that said, Hey, we want you in for a third interview. And I, and I was like, what the heck? I just got paid $40 from a a random stranger to walk their dog. I was like, you know what? I have 40 bucks in my hand. I don't need a job. I don't need a job. I got, I got this. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That Um, is the crazy entrepreneurial mind that would say that, right? Like like you had freedom, you had money, you had freedom, right? So that's it. I had the money for the week to buy the groceries. And I was like, all right, step one. Yeah. We're good. good. Uh, and then, and then that was it. And and I think that there was so, I mean, there's so much to do with my upbringing and, and, you know, my parents are, are immigrants and they work their butts mm. off to get me here. And, you know, I'm so grateful for everything that they have done to, you know, yeah. from here on. So I don't want anyone to think that, oh, they cut me off and that's all that they did. Right. They, my dad is very entrepreneurial, still running his own business. So, oh, awesome. so, so the mindset of, of that was definitely ingrained at a young yeah, age yeah. It, it just wasn't necessarily appreciated at that young age right sure i get it it, it was a oh thanks dad for all you know for sending me to college but screw you i'm gonna do whatever <laughs> i want to do 
And now it's like, oh, wow, thanks so much, Dad, for ingraining these things into my mind at such an early age that I didn't realize you were doing. Mm. So, so, and and these are all the the things that I didn't even, I wasn't thinking about this when I was 21, starting walking walking dogs either, right? So it's all, it's all like come full circle, which is why I have the circle in my yard and all all these Uh. things have like meanings behind them in my mind. So, um, so that was the beginning of the journey. And then the dog walking turned into dog sitting and then the Mm. dog sitting turned into getting bit and dogs getting into fights and not living right not not living the the life that was oh you're an entrepreneur and you do whatever you want and (laughs) you get to play you get to play with dogs all day right yeah Um, the dark side that nobody talks about right the dark the dark side poop piling up in the corner like (laughs) both both literally and uh metaphorically It, 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 it becomes very challenging you're, you're, you know, separating yourself from your friends and your loved ones because now you're working and living with dogs that aren't comfortable being left alone. They are in a new uh, environment. They're in a new wow. place. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of, there was a really big shift for me socially. Mm-hmm. I went from being this social party butterfly that had friends and every, yeah, everybody, yeah. you know, I would be calling people to go do this and go do that, or they would be calling me to see what I'm doing and where I'm going. And all of a sudden, I'm living in a two-bedroom house with three to four dogs that I basically, if I leave, they destroy the place because I don't know anything wow. about training. Wow. So, you know. So you were, you were, were like, you were in the shit. Like, you were, you were. I so was, if, exactly. Was there ever a time you need, that was like, this is, uh, maybe I'll call the bank. Like, this is too hard. Or did you just like, uh-uh, this is my path. Like, like that's because a lot of people in the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey have failures, get, you know, don't, things aren't easy. And to me, the, the, those of us who, who can keep going, we're the courageous, crazy ones. And so is there ever a time that you like, uh, like what kept many, you going? Many, <laughs> many, <laughs> many, yeah. the, the yeah. first, the first time printing flyers and sending them out and nobody saying anything, right. The, mm. the, the times where, you know, every time you shift from one style to another, of, oh, I'm just going to walk you to now I'm going to add, I'm going to give myself more involvement because I know that's going to take it to the next level. Yeah. But then that disconnects me from the rest of the world, the way that yeah. I used to be connected to them. Right, right. Right. So I've actually lost, you know, friends, girlfriend, things like that during wow. this time. Yeah. So, so those were like, oh, wow, me and my girlfriend broke up because I'm spending more time trying to figure out how to start a business than I am trying to yeah. maintain a relationship. Right. Mm. Or, or and, and I'm just doing these things that just were not, I wasn't as rational. Maybe is, yeah, is the way where I don't want to say smart. I wasn't as, as experienced. Yeah. Right. Right. So I wasn't doing the right things. I was doing things that were putting me and in, in my relationships with, with my friends and my family into spaces that weren't necessarily uh, not good or bad. They just were what they were. And they right. were the lessons that I needed for right. the moment. Right. And, and I just realized, and I, and I knew that there was, if I just kind of kept pushing myself through those lessons, that there was going to be something on the other side. Okay. With, you know, call that crazy, call that whatever. Um, and that, and that's what, that's what pushed me is I just knew that I was, everything I was doing was for the reason to get better. It was nothing. I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I of wasn't course. trying to, I wasn't trying to make anybody mad at me. I wasn't, you know, I was trying to make them proud. 
you know, I was trying to show them, Hey, look what I can do. Not mm-hmm. screw you. I'm going to do mm-hmm. it on my own. Right, you know? right. But there really is, there is a, um, a tenacity that comes with it. Like, cause you, you know, you've talked about when you grew, the money went away, you know, like, like we all hit these things in our businesses and, and how did you, cause I think people are, are hearing this, are, it might be in the same boat. How do you keep going when what you're getting is kind of negative feedback or people not loving you or the money yeah, not yeah. flowing? Like how, what, what, and I know there was the old days of keep going and then there's a, there's the you today that's older. There's the new days. It yeah, still so, happens. Yeah. So how do you keep going? If somebody were listening so, and needed to hear this today, what is it? I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is as long as you're passionate about the things that you're doing, whether it's mm-hmm. teaching or creating or whatever it is that you've got going on, and your main objective is to make yourself as good as possible at that thing so that you can share that with mm-hmm. the universe. Whoever is in that mm-hmm. universe is there when, they're, when they need to be there. Yeah, yeah. Then you keep going and you move forward because it's going to give you that spark and that joy to, to wake up in the morning and to keep moving and to keep going. Right. When you, and, and that passion isn't necessarily, ma- it's not magical. It's not just going to come and it's not just going to happen. Right. But it's, <laughs> it's something that you work for. Right. And there's going to be mornings where you wake up and you're like, Oh man, should I, should I wake up and go do the thing? Or should I just go give up and go do something else? Right. And then, it, you know, there are times where I, ha- I actually did quit. I, oh, I did, did stop. I, I did. Okay. I did stop for a little bit for, it was like a week. It wasn't long. I put out a, <laughs> I, I put out an Instagram post and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm not taking any new clients. I'm, you know, I'm ready to, to kind of move on. Um, this is kind of after a little, a couple of things happened. So we, mm-hmm. um, after pet sitting, I, I learned the dog training thing and moved mm-hmm. into thinking I could do more because awesome. I met Caesar Milan. I worked with the dog whisperer. We can, you know, and I, I was just lucky to do that. Right. But that yeah. was also another one of those things that sparked just keep going. Yeah. Right. So, so there were little things that reminded me to keep going. And, and I think that yeah. you will find them. If, right. if you, well, you have to look, you have to be, you have to be willing to see them. Cor- because if, correct. You, if, if your filter is set such that I'm only going to find what's failing or what's hard, that's what you're going to see. Correct. So, and, and, and I love that you said that because that was, I, I also do a lot of jujitsu and that was our lesson in jujitsu the other day was, Stop looking at what you're doing wrong. Like ask yes. yourself, what did you do right today? Nice. And, nice. and you, can, you can expand that from today to, to this week, to this month, mm. to the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that that did happen is every time I went and every time I had the thought of quitting, I, I'm actually a very big journaler as well. So I like mm. to write about my day. And that was something yeah. that helped me move through um, mm-hmm. because that allowed me to remember the things that actually happened that were awesome. That's a great technique. Good. So, so, cause, cause it's so, we're so programmed to think about what happened. What did I do wrong today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're programmed to be afraid of, of what's coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and how am I missing it? Right. What did I do? What am I missing today? So, mm. so it's so important, I think, to remember that there are going to be those things and, and it's nature telling you, you know, to keep moving forward, we just have to learn to understand and listen to nature the same way that our dogs are constantly telling us, hey, I need you to communicate with me differently, right, or right. the trees are telling us I need water, or <laughs> right, right, right. Na- nature is always speaking to you. Um, the, the hard part is, is disconnecting from what's actually yes. happening in front of you so that you can see the big picture. 
And I don't think that will really ever happen in the moment right away, right? So if you're going through something that's hard, you're not necessarily going to be like, oh, this is a lesson, unless you've gone through <laughs> yeah, so yeah. many. Yeah, you got to right? train yourself. Yeah, if you've gone through so many of those, now you're like, okay, I know, I know what this feels like. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, I can surrender to this easily, yeah. right? But when you haven't gone through that, it's very challenging to say to yourself while you're going through the shit, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep going, which is why I almost quit a few times. But during those moments of almost quitting, there's reflection. Mm-hmm. And there always is, right? The reflection is going to happen because now you're at a point of, you're at a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And when you're at those breaking points, you, there, are, there are two forces that will make a person change. One of those is desire and one of those is disaster. So mm. you really are so drawn to this thing. I really love it. I really want to do it. Or I'm desperate. I need money. I need yeah. food. Right, I, right. Need, I need something, you know, something bad happened and I need to fix it. Mm. So when I, when I started to, to look at it that way, I was like, well, it's, it's kind of both in the beginning. It's like I, I, was, mm-hmm. I was in this little disastrous moment of I don't have the support of my family that I used to. Yeah. You know, I'm this 21-year-old kid that now has to figure it out and I have these real world problems, mm-hmm. right? And then it's, okay, I figured it out a little bit, but it's getting harder. Is that good or bad? Do I quit? Do I reflect? Right, like that's the right. reflection moments. Yeah, yeah. Right? Getting harder isn't always bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes it just means you're getting better. So the universe is giving right. you more challenging things. things to solve. You know what I hear? And this is the first time I met. So I, I did my uh, board and train at Yoni's place. And we were in the backyard where he is now. And there's an ice bath. <laughs> like, what I moved it, but yeah. It's, okay, it's like you you do that, and and I was so surprised and delighted. And the more we talked today, you are all about growth. Like, because I, I know you and you know you met Caesar and you invested in yourself as a dog trainer, but I'm also hearing tremendous investment in growing your your psychology and your mind and your body. Like like it sounds like that's a, a really important part of the totality of you. Yes. <laughs> yes it, it, I, i'm addicted to progress and and it's something cool. that happened i think not at a young age I, it, it started later i didn't yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a ingrained thing um i was a quitter at a, it, when i was a kid i started yeah. gymnastics and i was like yeah i don't want to do this and i started talking yeah i don't want like i was yeah. that you know um so i didn't I, I it wasn't a young it wasn't a thing that that was like there naturally mm-hmm. um i think that when all this started happening, so so moving on, you know, this is a great next step to the yeah, story. Yeah. Um, I, I actually moved into a bigger space. I, I purchased or, or rented, signed a long lease, got a loan uh, to a warehouse. And I was like, hey, I'm going to take this from pet sitting out of my home to dog training in a warehouse. I had this. This was my vision. I had the idea of a training center and separate yards and you know, treadmills and mm-hmm. dogs <laughs> and, and space to just hang out and mm-hmm. and have fun. I had the and, vision. And misters. We have misters for those of us and now, yeah, who have, train the summer. <laughs> exactly. We have the misters. These are all, and, and it wasn't exactly this, right? It's adjusted and changed. And But I had the vision of I want a space for people to come together to work with their dogs for, you know, for a good time and, and, yeah. and, and progress. Yeah. So 
I went into this warehouse because I was like, oh, progress. That's progress. That's what progress means. Just go to the next step every time. Ah, so young yeah. and young. Yeah. Lift more weights and push more, <laughs> push more snow and, you know, get lower. on uh, Everything is more, 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 more. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, that has something to do with being young and, and, uh, and inexperienced and, you know, the, the idea of wanting to do more to get more and being human, yeah. right. We want right, to do more to get right. more. Right. Right. When that's not necessarily always the case. Look, so yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me break, break that down. Sometimes the wanting to do more to get more is because there's a sense of not enoughness. Was it, was it just the, I just have a huge desire or was it like, I still got to prove to people any of that going on for you? I think it was a uh, prove to dad. Yeah. Com- a combination of prove to right. like prove it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was for sure prove it. And then as, as the prove it kind of, went away because mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that became less I became less immature I think mm-hmm. about that part of my life yeah good. Uh, it turned into wow there are a lot of people that need this and I can oh. provide this thing nice a knowing like you embodied it then so I think what happens is we start and and we're not we're, not, we're kind of not on solid ground we're like we act, we're mm-hmm. good but it's like I'm sort of doing this to show them and then after a while, I love that you said it went away because then it's like, yeah, it's for me. It's for them. I got it. Yeah. Like who, body, who, right? who do I need to prove? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, keep going. I, I love you. I love you, mom and dad, but like, <laughs> I don't need to prove anything to you. You know, that's right. That's but, right. So, so, so that, that happened over time and, and it started to happen, you know, with probably with seeing moments of, of my, of them being proud, but also mm-hmm. just moments of me being in solitude. Mm-hmm. And, and because when you're, doing this you're in solitude quite often mm-hmm. so so it came through that and instead of doing like I used to be a gamer and kid when I was younger and like that's what's the, the default like oh just don't deal with the discomfort of not okay. having any anything right just go play a game yeah. I didn't let myself do that mm-hmm. whatever that was I don't know mm-hmm. I didn't let myself do it mm-hmm. and and I instead you know at this time this is when youtube was getting more popular so people were putting out you know the tony robbinses of the world and the les right. browns and the jim yeah. Rohns. they're putting yeah. out their speeches that you used to have to pay to go see mm-hmm. so i felt totally you know e- even after meeting caesar i felt totally you know privileged to have this information just right in front of me right and i'm just <laughs> like why would i not now take on the knowledge because that's what i learned from caesar was that he learned from his books of reading and, and meeting with, with people that were teaching him to live in the moment and mm. not worry about the past. And, you know, the, 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 the ducks in the pond, there's peace and then there's chaos and then there's, and then there's peace. So yeah. it's, it's about understanding that even though you messed up a little bit, Hey, I, I now have this warehouse and I have these expenses that I didn't realize that I was going to get myself mm. into, but what did it do for me? Number one, it helped me meet John because that's how I met John because he was working side by side with where that warehouse was. So you know who John is, but if you don't know who John is, he's basically my right hand man, runs the show when I'm when I'm not around and all that stuff. So he's super awesome and, and I'm grateful for him every day. Um, so if I didn't make that silly decision yeah, of getting yeah. super super financially <laughs> upside you know down. <laughs> upside down, yeah. uh, it, it was instead of my student debt, I got my 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 business debt, which was mm-hmm. I'm. I'm you know, I worked through it and I figured it out, but it was, it was definitely hard and challenging, but it opened up so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. It, it introduced me to so many people. It's how I started 
it's why I started marketing more mm-hmm. right now. Now there was another disaster of you have bigger overhead. You don't even yeah. have a, yeah, you don't even, you can't even afford a place to live. You gotta, you gotta set up a tent in the back of your warehouse, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so that turned, you don't have a place to shower. Thankfully your parents didn't cut off your gym membership. You can go across the street, mm-hmm. use LA fitness to shower. Uh-huh. Um, so, so another, another, you know, gratitude to the folks, right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's, and there are always so many little bumps along the way. Right. And that's another mm-hmm. thing I think people, we need to realize is that help is not, Hey, here you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Help is we're not going to cancel his gym membership. Yeah. Right. That's he can cool. use the shower. That's cool. Oh, that's so cool. Right. Right. So there's so many little things that people yeah. do along the way that, in the moment, it's so easy to say that nobody's helping me. I'm, I'm, I'm on my own. I'm mm-hmm. doing this on my own, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there, there is definitely um, so many, so many things that mm-hmm. that happen. Whether it's conversations with friends, whether it's again the gym membership thing, um, it could be anything. But again, you you attenuated yourself to look for that because you could have been pissed. You could have been like, "Freaking parents, you're making me sleep in a oh, tent." For sure. Instead of <laughs> this is mine and I'm willing to go. I'm, I chose this. I got to be I responsible it. for it. And thank you, mom and dad for the, you know I mean? It's, it's your, it's your outlook. Absolutely. It's it's like the filters you, you, you view the world through. Okay. So today you have not only that training center, you have another house. He does, he has, he has a pool and like the dogs swim. Like you, you have a business that, um, it, are you happy with it? Is it what you wanted? It's yeah, I love it. It's, it's more than I could have ever asked for, I think, because yeah. now it's not only, creating a place for dog owners and, and people that love dogs to come together. And, you know, people like you, you're improving the relationship with your dog every day. You're sending us awesome videos. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're connecting the lessons to life yeah. because that's what they are. They're natural life lessons. And, and, and the more, and that, and that I think along the way, the more I learned that the dog lessons that I'm learning are also life lessons. So I just started, so. I started applying them every day and then that also just helped me move through those moments of yeah. do I stop this or do I apply the lessons that I'm teaching because yeah, if I'm going to be a good go ahead okay. no keep going keep going well if I'm going to be a good teacher I, I better do what I'm teaching <laughs> and you're a great teacher so one of the, one of the um one of the lessons that you taught me because you know when when I first so I'll just, let me paint the picture right I'm going to do board and train and I, I was praying for a trainer. I didn't know, I didn't know how to use, I didn't know how to use an Instagram. I found him on Instagram and I'm like, who's that guy? Who's that? That's the guy. And I called and get an appointment. So he's going to take my dog for two and a half weeks. He's never been away. And this dog is neurotic. He was, he was reactive. And I walk up and Yoni, you know, in the, in the minute I'm like, oh. <laughs> we walk up, we meet in the street, had this all set. And he says to me, you're going to hand me the leash and you're not going to look at Murphy and you're going to walk away. And I'm like, gulp, gulp, because what I didn't understand is how I was putting all the feelings into Murphy, how I was in Murphy's story of, oh, Murphy's going to feel sad. And Murphy lost his sister, Finley. And now he's like, like, I was so in the story of what Murphy couldn't do or why Murphy was doing. And then the fir- when I picked him up, Murphy was a completely different dog. And there was a class there. And, and you know, he's like, come, be in the class. And he's like, now walk through the people. So there's like 10 dogs. And this was a dog. I have a dog that used to re- he used to lunge at other dogs. And you know, he's like, just walk through. And what he said is, trust your dog and trust yourself. And those two things, because what you do, Yoni, is 
you don't buy into the story. You be in the moment. This is the duck story, right? You don't go, oh, you're right. That poor dog had, and, and that alone just basically like, doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter if the dog, right? It doesn't matter what you live through. Be in the moment and just, you know, noodle arms as we call it, like relax your arms. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. So, so why don't you speak to that? Because I think, I think how you approach dogs is so relevant to us. Like, like you could have, oh my God, but this happened in my business. Therefore that means X, mm -hmm. Y, Z. And, mm -hmm. it, and that's the lesson, right? It doesn't mean anything. It's just being in the now. So why don't you talk about that? Yeah. The idea about being in the now is so important. And, and I yeah. think I mentioned it maybe before we started recording, but yeah. that's one of the things that I, in the beginning of my experience and learning from, from Caesar, he talked a lot about Eckhart Tolle and his mm -hmm. book, The Power of Now. And it, it just really boiled down to understanding that, of course, things happen and, and it doesn't mean forget anything, mm -hmm. right? But I think what we need to remember, just as humans in general, is that the things that happened yesterday doesn't dictate what's going to happen today or tomorrow, uh, nor are they going to dictate who we are, right? If we are aware of it and don't let that just start to compound up in the corner and, yeah. you know, become all moldy and gross and disgusting. <laughs> and and the, the metaphors are endless, right? Because yeah, everything yeah. is connected with, with how we treat ourselves, mm -hmm. which is the most important. Mm -hmm. So the way that we're communicating to ourselves while we're working with our dogs and the way that we're communicating to ourselves while we're communicating with our loved ones and mm -hmm. all that stuff is going to come out in the energy so much more than the words that you're actually saying. So, exactly. so to me, that's what living in the moment really means mm -hmm. is kind of forgetting about the fact that, okay, you know, this morning I woke up a little bit late or, you know, I, yeah. I didn't make my bed the right way or <laughs> I stubbed my toe or, mm -hmm. you know, my bank got overdrafted or, you yeah. know, all of those things that happen to every single one of us every single day mm -hmm. at, at random, mm -hmm. right? There, there's a monkey on the wire somewhere pooping and throwing it at you <laughs> and they're cheering when they get you in the face you know it's really well so, said so well right, said. Yeah. so so we have to be just aware of the fact that that's happening yeah. and when it happens not get so like beat up about it because we know it's going to mm -hmm. and and learn to trust ourselves and our training mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because when i say trust yourself trust your dog what i mean by that is trust your training. We met already a few times. We've mm -hmm. gone through some drills. Mm -hmm. We've done the practice. It's why anybody practices anything is so that when they're doing it, when they need it, it works. Yes. Yes. Sir. So, so really the best way to learn to live in the moment is to, you know, you have a desire, you have a goal, yeah. right? And that for you, when we met was, I want to be able to walk my dog around other people and other dogs. I, it's, yep. you know, may, maybe it was more simple than that. Even it was, no, it, that you was know, <laughs> The, there, there was a, there was a disaster that had, had yep. happened, right? There was a broken hand, and and we wanted to make sure that that never happened again. Number yep. one, um, and, and you know who would have ever imagined that? Oh, we're in the middle of fifteen dogs off the leash. I know. Doing this every, you know, know. almost every week. He's kind of like one of the little stars of Cub Class because he's so well trained. I can't even believe it. So he's a billboard. We got to get him a, a vest with, with our information. There we go. We will do so, it. So, so, so the thing to remember about living in the moment is just that: is so many big changes can happen mm -hmm. if you dedicate yourself to little bits of training mm -hmm. and.
And when you dedicate yourself to those little bits of training, it's so much easier to be creative and, and creativity comes from living in the moment. That's so good. It just, it just, it just comes to you. But the right training. Because I, yes. I was doing drills the wrong way when I came to yes, you. Yes, yes, of course. Because I had worked with him for a year before the, the accident happened and I broke my early, broke my sure, bone. Sure, sure. Um, and yes, so yes, I yes. was doing it, but I wasn't following the right guidance. I was, you know, like I say, I was just like learning on the Instagram and I was following trainers. I was doing things. Yes, yes, yes. And he was a little better, but it was finally getting, like literally taking him to a master, right? Like two weeks sure, sure. and then I continued it. and it's so much joy now. Like literally I'm like, I'm the most, pr- I'm going to cry here. I'm the most proud. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my kids are great, but my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause I've had really fucked up dogs and, and like to have, to have a dog that I don't even need a leash anymore. And he's so well-trained and he gets compliments everywhere. The joy of that because of your holding the position, right? Like you didn't, let, and I'm like, yeah, but, and you'd be like, Shh, trust your dog, trust. Like, like you wouldn't let me be in my story. You wouldn't, and I see every week at the training, you know, like some of the dogs' moms are like, because <laughs> they have reactive dogs. And you're like, calm yourself first. Calm yourself. Stop talking to the dog. Shh, just calm yourself down. And and it's such an applicable life lesson. Like, no, check the story in your head. Check your energy. Yes. The moment. And then anything you do is going to be better. So. Correct. Yeah, anything. Because that's that's a conversation that we're having in our heads regularly. And we for, don't for every know. decision. Right. We don't even we don't yeah. even realize it. Yeah. yeah. But- so so it's something that I I yeah I try to help like block it. You know I hope I hope it's never too intense. But sometimes I get excited about it. I'm like, hey, don't don't worry. Like, let's, let's go. I love that. A man with passion. There's nothing it's about good it. for you. It's good for you. So I um it has been such a delight to get to know you more. You know it's it's you're so multifaceted. You're not just a guy running dog classes. You you have such a wealth of wisdom and knowledge and a beautiful way of delivering it and just a fun and the man can do handstands i'm always telling him like put that on your marketing (laughs) you're so so do more more. i want to see that on the instagram all right so where can people find you and i know you have a special offer yeah so you can find me i've got instagram at balancing paws um you can find us on balancingpaws.com and we have uh, an offer for you if we have an online course so if you're not in the area and or you just want a little bit of a bite-sized sneak peek of all the fundamentals of what we have, uh, you can use the code SKELLY15 to get 15% off of our online training, which is a library of the exercises that we do here regularly. What a good show. So, Yoni, this has been such a delight to interview you. And is there anything else you want to say to people? Maybe, maybe it's about uh, dog training. Maybe it's about life training. Anything I think it's both. It's always both. It's yeah. always both. I think the most important thing is is to kind of go with what you said, the right training. It's it's yeah. the hardest part is to find teachers that yeah. you can trust and that are going to actually guide you in the right place. So the vetting that you did, I think, is is mm-hmm. you did your own vetting by trying things mm-hmm. and then you just learned from you took in the lessons. Right. So right. number one, there's always lessons from everything. Yeah. And then number two, when you find the right teacher and you resonate with them do everything you can to, to work through in. it and to yes. trust it yes. and to dive yes. in and, and not just to be like, all right, cool. I'll take the tips here and there and I'll only call you when there's problems, but Hey, there's not a problem. Let's just keep diving in. Why not? Let's exactly. get a little more into detail. Let's just keep pushing forward because that's how you know you're not going to get the problems later. 
is by doing the dive the dive in work. So good. Well, like you said, desire or disaster, right? Correct. Like I came because of the disaster. Like this dog injured me. I, he's not safe. You know, I'm, and now I'm like, oh, I desire to have fun with him. I desire to have this yes. experience, right? And so I love that just deepening into get the right training and then set a new goal for yourself. Like what else is possible? What else yes. is possible? So, so many a, things. What a magical time. Thank you so much for the show. And gang, you. If, if you're in the Phoenix area, check out Yoni. Seriously, his facility is beautiful. His classes are, we have so much fun. It's kind of like a little family. The dogs, it's really, it's, who doesn't want to hang around with 12 dogs a week, right? Like that's really a fun experience and check him out online if you're not local. So Yoni, this has been fabulous. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much. Good. And I will say, hey, think of two people that need to hear this. Think of people that are maybe on the entrepreneurial journey and are like struggling, like, do I stop? Do I start? Think of people that you know could use the reminder of like, be in the moment, let, let it go. <laughs> Send this show to a couple people that you know could use it. All right. Lots of love. Bye now. This is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.